Lastly, with Martin Besser. Joining us on the line, and thank you so much for your time, uh, Daphne McQuenna, acting spokesperson for ESCOM. Daphne, hey. Hey, Martin, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Another <laughs> <laughs> second. <laughs> so, what's been happening? <laughs> Daphne, uh, thanks, for, thanks for your time. I know that everyone is after you and, and trying to get a word out of ESCOM. Yeah. Um, I'm going I'm to start quickly just with those uh, messages that did the rounds last week about stages 12 and 16 and, and all that kind of thing. How much truth is there in that? Yeah, maybe Martin, let me start by... Um taking this opportunity and explaining why we implement load shedding, right? Mm-hmm. Um, basically, our power system is being monitored 24 hours 7 in real time by our system operator. Mm-hmm. Now, this is to ensure that we've got adequate reserves uh, to manage the, the system and that um, the demand that we have is met by the available power system capacity. Now, um, when there's an indication that the demand is exceeding um, the available power capacity or the adequate reserves required to manage the power system is not, actually the adequate or the reserves is not adequate, then there'll be a call for load shedding, right? Yeah. And this is a basically a proactive and controlled measure to prevent a blackout or, um, yeah, blackout, let's start there. Sure. So basically he will then um, call for, or, or loading will be implemented at different stages depending on what is what needs to be, or demand that needs to be reduced. So basically every time, that is why we interchange from one stage to the other, because as we have breakdowns, there will be a change in the stages or when we return our, our uh, some of the units are returned to service, then there will be a different stage of load shedding that is being implemented. Mm-hmm. So basically we've been managing the system proactively uh, in that session so that we avoid... Um, the system from collapsing. Mm. Now, we are, as you would know, that we are uh, using the, or governed by the NRS 048, Code 9 Practice of Regulations, which basically um, has stages 1 to 8 of load shading that we could at this stage implement. And you would know that um, so far we've implemented up until stage so we've been managing the system so um, in, in real time and have been um, ensuring that we don't go beyond stage six and trying very hard in the last um, weeks, as you would know, that we've been actually um, moving from stage four to five. And in this week, we are anticipating that we'll be moving from between stage three and four. Oh. So so basically, we know that um, there was there is this this NRS um, a document or this NRS 048 Part 9 uh, Code of Practice is under review at the moment uh, and the NRS work group is working on that particular document and 
I think uh, there are changes that are coming. If it will be approved, it still needs to be approved by NERSA. And I think that's the document that is creating all this panic. But at this moment, um, people or our, uh, our fellow South Africans shouldn't be uh, panicking that we'll be moving into those stages because uh, the system is managed. Uh, very closely, yeah. Okay, so they're basically going to be rewording or redefining the stages. Yes. So, so they, they, they. I mean, so we could see like stages twelve, but that does not mean or stage sixteen doesn't mean double eight. If that makes any sense. It's not like twice yeah. as wor- yeah, as bad. They, it's yeah. just a a different way of of wording and defining the stages. Is that more or less how I'm understanding it? My understanding is that they will, um, because the, the current document um, obviously has uh, stages one to eight. With eight, um, with eight being total blackout. So that's why when we saw possible stages 16, we were like, you know, how much worse can it get? <laughs> yes, yes. But remember, uh, for us to have load shedding, mm. whether it's stage one or it's stage eight or whatever stage it is, the main aim is to ensure that um, we actually de- uh, uh, reduce the load, obviously depending on that, uh, the, the, the required demand that needs to be reduced so that we prevent the blackout so, or blackout for, or a blackout from happening. So, but currently as ESCOM, we still are implementing the current uh, zero NRS 0489, yes, which allows us to um, load shed up until stage 8. So up until that draft is approved, um, I think we can then talk about it. But for now, um, we are implementing this 2017 edition. The current classification of stages. So, I, I mean, I think there's a, a general uh, concern slash panic going into winter. I mean, if we're going up as far as stage six uh, as recently and, you know, with all the changes within ESCOM uh, and all the controversy, I think most South Africans are fearing winter, saying that we know, we know for a fact, winter is definitely more of a strain on the system. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So if you go up until stage six, some people argue seven in summer, what the heck can we expect from winter? How are we feeling about that? Yeah, I think um, there are, obviously, as you would know, that um, we we are also introducing ITPs into the system and with a state of disaster, um, uh, there is some uh, fast-tracking or or what one would call that... uh, relaxing as well of uh, some of the regulations so that we can be able to introduce more IPPs into the system so that we can alleviate the pressure on the system during a uh, winter. So, and as well, I think, um, Martin, uh, this is a time as well that we need to also urge our uh, fellow South Africans that in as much as we know that demand increases during winter, but we really need to also ensure that we use uh, electricity sparingly or become very stingy in using electricity so that we ensure that we do have, um, uh, we don't obviously have a lot of demand 
uh, uh, being uh, or a lot of or, or, or higher stages of, 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 of load shedding. Just a, a quick one. What's the general feeling within ESCOM about the Minister of Electricity? Is that going to be a game changer? Well, we're still waiting for the new minister, Martin. I think um, up until then, um, uh, we we really uh, anticipate, we're waiting with anticipation as well for the new minister. Uh, but currently, as you know, that uh, within the organization, I think we, we have uh, the interim uh, group CEO, which is obviously um, uh, ensuring that or the board made sure that there's continuity in leadership and um, with his extensive experience, um, he's providing the necessary um, guidance to uh, the organization. Good morning, Daphne Hada from the newsroom. I just want to know, it's been three weeks since we are in the state of disaster declared Uh for the electricity crisis and to address the problems. Have you seen that there is better ways around regulation and that red tape is being cut to get to approve and to procurement and all of those things that it's needed to be done over the past three weeks? Well, as you would know that last week, Friday, um, there was Thing, uh, with regards to how um, these regulations are going to be implemented and as ESCOM were part of uh, that briefing. So um, what obviously has been said in that is that most of the different departments are actually ensuring that uh, um, the, how do they, they're, they're ensuring that uh, or they are looking at how will they be aligning you know, to the new regulations to make sure that they comply and expedite the processes so that we can be able to achieve or alleviate the crisis that we are in. Daphne, thank you for your time. Uh, Thank you for taking my call and our call here at the station. Much appreciated. And uh, let's stay in touch. (laughs) Thank you, Martin. (laughs) Thank you, Daphne. Thank you so, so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Daphne McQuenna there on the line, the acting spokesperson for ESCOM. Wake, wake up. First thing in the morning. Wake up with your morning family. In the morning. Good morning, everybody. Breakfast with Martin Bester.